and I look back and this cop has Mortimer in a headlock and is dragging him towards their little police station. And I was like, what? And this other cop is running after me, apparently gonna do the same thing to me. Yeah. We're just skating on the boardwalk. Yeah. in New York. Yeah. Well, we're in New Jersey officially, but we're, we're in New York. Yeah, I can't tell. I don't know how that works. Like the bridges and stuff. I don't know where I am. When we did when we did the Huck Jam here, we wanted to do it in Madison Square Garden, but we didn't, our, our tour our trucks and everything didn't fit into their loading docks. Mm -hmm. So we had to do it at a different place. And it's in Elizabeth. Do you guys know that venue? Elizabeth, New Jersey. So when I Every night I'm like, what's up? You know, like, what's up, Kansas City? What's up? And so I'm like, what's up, New Jersey? Like, but it's so many people from New York. Yeah. So it felt weird. But were you right or did you get booed? No, I said New Jersey. I mean, right. I, I was legit. You were but, right. Yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, that, that's the New York City venue. Right. When you come to town, if you can't fit at Madison Square Garden. It's weird. They're so packed that half the people, like, live out of it. Right. Right, but it was Jersey, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I like it here. I've been telling jokes, Yeah, walking the streets. I got a coffee yesterday and they gave it to me in a bag. I wasn't that pumped on that. What? I got a bag of coffee, man. Was it iced? Yeah, but it was in Did like a- hot like that? I don't, I don't know, but I went to, I was like, oh look, it's like a hippie place. That was my mistake, because I was like, <laughs> I don't want to drink milk. You know, and then I yeah. got an iced coffee and it was like, yeah, man, you want to, these, these beans have been something with like whiskey and rum. And I was like, they don't have actual alcohol in it. Right. And he's like, no. And I was like, yeah, I'll try that. It's close as I can get. And then he gives it to me in a bag, like a juice box. But, it was, but like, was it because those beans that you got the bag or was it just because they do bags and that's like their environmental thing? I think they environmentally fucked me and gave me a bag <laughs> of coffee. But it wasn't good. I didn't like it. It felt stupid. It felt like a tourist. I'm I've like, been in uh, places like Thailand where you go to a, a I know you're going to think this is crazy, but, you know, go to a street vendor. I don't. In Thailand. I don't think it's crazy. I mean, like, like street vendor. I know food. you eat crap. Yeah. 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 But You're experiencing the, uh, the culture. Yeah. Yeah. But they give you, like, you want a Coke. They give you a Coke in a little, pla in a little baggie. I don't like that. With a straw. Yeah, I'm not into and that. And the baggie is not meant for liquids. Yeah, that's what this one felt it's like. It's just like a little this sketchy ziplock. This one was leaking. <laughs> no, the, come on. The coffee place has to be much more... I had coffee on my hands. Professional. No? All right. I was against it. <laughs> don't do that again. <laughs> I couldn't finish it. So you're doing comedy here in the city. Yeah. You're bumming out some people. <laughs> so your brand of comedy hasn't really... I got to um, get some new jokes. I got to get like different city embracing. jokes. You know what I mean? Like depending on what city I'm in, lay off the gay and, you know, go more into like panda sex and stuff. Hmm. Okay. I got different angles, you know? Yeah. So, but I hadn't, I really wanted to do. So you, my, you're going to have to fine tune it uh, geographically. Yeah, I think so. Got it. Just to make it easier. Yeah. At least maybe step in to some other stuff and then 
go a little bit gay. It's hard not to go gay because I just want to free the people, you know? Right. I just keep thinking that there's one person in the crowd that is like me who's a little scared and I'm like, not me. You can totally do it. And then like some lady looks like she's going to vomit and I'm like, oh man, whoops. <laughs> what can you do? And then you went to Sirius XM. Yeah. Yeah, that was weird. That would seem weird. Yeah, it was a, it was a weird, I never really thought about it since they let go of me. I just tried to. How, how often did you do shows in New York back in the day? At least once a year, mostly twice. Okay, but so, you weren't here every month or anything. Nah, nah, but every time I was here, yeah. it was meetings with the higher ups about yeah, where the career's going and all this stuff. And, yeah. you know, year after year, I'd be like, wait, this is not, a, this doesn't actually do anything. Nothing changes. So then I got a little worn out of talking to those people. And then um, I really didn't think about it so much so that at one point on one of the shows, I started destroying one of the higher ups and I got the names wrong. And then I realized halfway through the story and corrected myself, but I still thought it was pretty crazy that I was just saying, yeah, this guy sucks. And I actually like that guy, but I forgot his name, the face of the was name. There, was there retribution for that? Nah. I mean, how can you, I, you fired me. How can you? I, oh, you're talking about this time you said that. Yeah, yesterday. Oh, I thought you were saying back in the day you said that. I did that too, but yesterday I <laughs> yesterday I yeah. I gave somebody the hammer and realized it was the wrong guy. But then I apologized. But it was good to go because I don't think I I try not to face things when it, when yeah. they when they're painful like that. I was just like, well, that happened. Move forward. Don't no it's no looking cathartic. back. Yeah. So yeah. when I went in there, I got anxious, didn't like being in the elevator. I was like, oh, man, I don't feel right being in here anymore. Like, you know what I mean? Because I'm like, I got to. You used to go do Howard Stern. Yeah. And now I'm some podcast bum <laughs> sucking eggs, trying to become a comedian. And I'm like, uh, these guys have got it. But then when I went in there, they seem really tired from doing shows all the time. And it seemed kind of like flat. Everyone yeah, seemed. I remember. That, and I was like, that oh, yeah, yeah that's burns was, you yeah, here. Right, yeah, yeah. And I was like, you know what? Life ain't so bad. And then when I walked out of there, I felt like uh, it was a good thing. And and less resentment. I felt like I already knew, like, you can't be bitter at them letting you go. They gave you a career. Like, did I? Do, am I talented? Yeah. But they gave me the, the position to have a shot at it. Yeah. And I made a career Foundation. that was, yeah, like, yeah. I'm on here. Oh, you were for like, sure. Yeah, I, don't, yeah, I, don't, I have no hard feelings. I mean, right. we, we had so a good run. So I felt like... I felt like could have been more support in the end, but then I was yeah. like, well, we, we made something happen, and now I know how to do this, and here we are. That's, that, that's, that's it. That's how it goes, right? Are you looking for a delicious and nutritious snack that packs a real protein punch? Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios contains six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Pistachios are known for their protein power, fiber, and better for you, unsaturated fats, for a combination that may help keep you feeling fuller longer. It's one of the highest protein nuts out there. The best part, wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors and sizes, perfect for enjoying with your family and friends or taking them with you on the go during your summer adventure. Check out wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more about how these little green wonders can power up your day. Glad to, glad okay, I was there. You know, you've there. been dying to tell me your story about skating in the airport, so please Dude. do so. Okay, so I'm coming back <laughs> from Utah. Vert alert. Yeah, and I got my skateboard, and I'm going through the thing right before you go to the guy where you show your ID, and then you take your shoes off and go through the thing where my penis goes off in the thing. 
So I go, I'm in the line and I'm like seven people back from the customs guy. And C then not customs. The oh, guy that sorry. checks IDs. The ID checker guy. And yeah. then there's this other security guard that's on the outside of the line, just making sure everybody's oh, in Make sure everyone has a ticket. Maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, yeah. He, you show him that you have a ticket to get in the line. Right. So I'm about five guys away from him. Yeah. And I'm just sitting there, standing there, and he goes, hey, you can't ride that in here. And I go. The skateboard you're holding. This one? He's like, yeah, you heard me. And I'm like, I'm not riding it. And then I started laughing because I thought he knew me maybe and was like messing with me. Because I'm like, you're not sincerely angry. We don't know each other. You haven't even got close enough to know what's going on yet. And I'm not riding it. And I know that I didn't ride it when I came in. So there's no way I'm the guy to blame. Because I always think he's probably got a reason. You know what I mean? When someone <laughs> yells at me, I go, oh, God, what did I do? But I'm like, nah. No, I'm absolutely positive I have not done anything illegal for yeah. a couple of hours. So you could not do that to me. <laughs> so then I get closer to him and I'm like, you're right, dude? Like, you having a bad day or something? Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah, because I was like, like, because when I got closer, I was like, because he's still talking to me in a, in a, in a, in a, like, condescending. Yeah. And I'm starting to get a little pissy now because I'm like, wait, you're serious? I'm like, dude, what is your deal? Like, calm down. And he goes, it's people like you skating around here. You're causing trouble. And I'm like, I haven't skated. I'm not skating. And he's like, well, Tony Hawk, if it wasn't for that, it, it starts talking shit on you <laughs> for being a bad guy. And I'm like, the so I'm like, dude, that's my friend. And he's like, oh, yeah, sure he is. Like, if, and, 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 and you know, he's out of here filming it, broadcasting it, that he skates all around airports, and now all you idiots do it. And I was like, dude, first of all, <laughs> he's not an idiot. And I still am trying to tell you, man, that I haven't skated. But then it's like he's being mean. So I was like, guess what, dude? I'm going to skate. Gonna, yeah. I'm going to skate. Not right now, but in a minute. <laughs> Is that what you said? Yeah, because I was so mad at him. <laughs> I thought you, you were just thinking that. No, no, because I was like, I kept being like the bigger guy. And I was yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, man, Tony's my friend. Like, relax. And he's like, no, these guys are blah, blah. And I was like, you know what, dude? I think I am going to skate. And he's like, well, no, you're not. I'm like, when? Well, you don't know when. Oh, my. Oh. <laughs> and then I went through the custom thing. And then a guy in the line knew us. Yeah. And when I went to get my shoes off the, the tray, he's like, dude, what was up with that guy? And I was like, okay, you, because I wasn't sure that I, I was like, maybe I saw it as a flip out because I just yeah, found your it perspective so impossible on it was or something. that it happened. Right. Yeah. And he's like, that guy was crazy. And I was like, okay, good. I got a witness to this maniac. Oh and then God. I don't usually skate like you do in the airport, but then I was just shredding the whole time <laughs> and filming it the whole time. I'll tell you, here's, here's how I do it. And I'm super low key. And I make sure that I know it's it's a place where it's like the ultimate smooth yeah, surface marble. So there's no noise and or that there's no seams. Yeah. So it's like, bada, bada, bada. you don't even have that. Yeah. And then I do it, I cruise around a few people and then I'm out. Like, that's it. That is the only time I, you know, I'm not like, cruising through airports. I'm not trying to defend myself. I'm just telling you how I how I do it and how I get it on video. Yeah. It's always just cool. And then, you know, sometimes you see people like, oh. I, I. Well, I don't think you're seeing the bigger picture, but, Tony, is you're <laughs> posting that you're skating in the airport and yeah. the youth who are inspired by you are skating in the airport and making this man's it life is a fast very, very difficult. Do you know how many injuries there are in skateboard airport incidents every year? No. Do Google you? it. Google Pretty it. Pretty sure it's none, you dickhead. 
Shut up. I did get busted uh, not too long ago uh, skating in Detroit airport. Detroit what? Detroit, I was, I was skating. No, you have to say that when someone says Detroit. Detroit, oh. It's an Eminem song. Yes. I don't know. What up, Detroit? So I came around, I was, I was filming, and I was, I was actually, I was kind of getting cocky. Like, I was weaving through tight traffic. Yeah. And just coming around, I was like, oh, this is going to be a sick video, you know, just because there's so many bodies. <laughs> and then you see these, this pair of shoes come, come into frame yeah. and just stop in front of me. Yeah. And you hear this dude go, no skating. Yeah. And I was like, oh. Why do they talk like that? He was just pretty matter of fact. He wasn't, he wasn't, it was more like, okay, th that's it for you. Right. It, was, it wasn't like, come with me, don't ever do that again. It was just kind of like, I got you. I just think it's interesting that if you have a skateboard, because now my age is like, I pay tax. Like, I, I, my kids went to school on time. I, I don't, I'm an adult, you know? Yeah. Um, and I, I've got a skateboard. You're talking to me like I'm 17 again. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, dude, I've been through a lot. You know what I mean? Like, and, and, and you don't get to talk to me like that <laughs> anymore. But it's funny how holding one yeah. is all of a sudden, hey, you know what I mean? I'm like, hey, it doesn't work anymore, <laughs> yeah. man. Like, you got to be yeah. like, excuse me, sir, because I'm a sir now. Yeah. You know, just like you are. Like, I don't go, hey, dickhead. Like, you're you know? a coward. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't know. It's almost like I've I... only been doing this 40 years. <laughs> <laughs> so true. It's not fair. I... We talked about this recently. Uh, I don't know if I talked about it on the show, but Sean Mortimer and I were skating on the boardwalk in Oceanside. This is like, we're, we're both on PAL, so it's probably 1990-ish. Okay. And we're skating on the boardwalk, and I hear someone yell... It, I could just tell by the tone of voice. It's like, hey, get off. Don't skate or whatever. And I look back. And I look back. And this cop has Mortimer in a headlock and is dragging him towards their little police station. And I was like, what? And this other cop is running after me, apparently going to do the same thing to me. Yeah. We're just skating on the boardwalk. Yeah. Isn't that legal? Apparently not. Not uh, then. It is now. Okay. And so I'm like, what? And he's like, he's like yeah, uh, pick it up. What? Okay, so then I go back. We go to the and, and this guy's being super aggressive with with Sean. It was like excessive, like yeah. he's just causing a scene. Yeah, and Sean is docile. Sean's right. like, "What? The, like, let me go." Yeah, dude. I'm what not trying to leave or anything. So we go to the, the police station, and he's like, "I told you to stop skating. You look back and smirked at me." And Sean's like, "I didn't hear you. We're skating along like so loud and cracks and whatever." Yeah, and he's like, "No, you you blatantly defied me." So I had to I had to take you down. Yeah, you and did. And I was like, oh. And then the the other guy was like, hey, you know, and he said this girl's name, and I was like, uh huh. And he's like, yeah, that's my girlfriend. And it was a girl that I had dated previously, and he didn't like that very much. Oh, was so, that, so they was... wrote us each like this is like 1990, like two hundred dollar tickets because you went out as with as, as as hard like whatever they leaned into some ordinance or something. Yeah, yeah. Do you, no, I don't want to ask. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Do you know what we did? Did she, the girl in you? What? Did she like you? Yeah, I mean, we, we dated briefly. She but... liked you more than him. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't think he liked that, that I had dated her before. He just didn't like that fact. Oh, I did. And whatever, whatever, he, whatever she told him probably wasn't complimentary. So we yeah, broke up, but... because you were awesome. <laughs> She probably was like, can you do 720s? Because my ex could. Uh, I do remember, though, we sent the tickets. <laughs> we to sent Pal. the tickets to Pal. Yeah, did they pay it? 
Yes! I love pale. But begrudgingly, they were not happy about it. But still, I, they I paid got, I got a stern warning. Like, we do not pay for mo whatever, movie yeah. violations. Yeah. Like, yeah, but we were doing our job. Yep, you were. We were Spreading the word. Yeah. Selling skateboards. <laughs> yeah, that was a good idea. Yeah, what's up with security guards? You never wanted to be a security they guard? They were cops. Oh, wow. They were, they were, they were, these are legit tickets. Wow. Yeah, they were cops on the board. They Did had they a looking for, Were they down there looking for you? No, they were, whatever. Like, we were. Uh, what are the I odds, guess, I guess skating was illegal at the time on the boardwalk, and we were the best option to whatever. It's kind of unlucky. Get a ticket. Like, you skated past the guy that was. Well, knowing now where the little police station was, we were. There was no way we couldn't skate past it. Right. It was. It was I'm just right saying, there the under odds the bridge. The cop in there knows you because he. Oh yeah, that that element that yeah. didn't help. Yeah. No, it didn't. But that wasn't even the guy that was aggressive. What's up with those guys, man? Yeah, it was a problem. Anyway, we lived to non. You know, we we lived through it. Yeah, it's so why you gotta you gotta do stuff. I don't just... like. I think at the time this was 1991 ish. Like, I didn't really have the money to pay that ticket. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. I used to get tickets for being on trains with no ticket in, in Australia. There was always guys in suits that would go from carriage to carriage looking for me. So it was like a constant. Looking for you? Particularly? Well, us, you know. Right. People that weren't paying. Yeah. And it was usually skaters. Because I was also fast, you know, when yeah. I was younger. So it's like, hey, you don't have a ticket. And I'd be like, Frank. <laughs> You're like, you ain't going to get me, dude. Like, I'm going to outrun you easy. And then when we get on a straightaway, I'm going to skate and I'm gone. So it was Wait, always, but you're on the train. Yeah, but I would go from ca a car I would go from carriage to carriage, and if it stopped before they got to the end of the carriage, oh, I see. Then I could just get run. Out. Or if you're on the platform and you don't have a ticket, you oh, gotta you gotta run because right. they're like, "Where's your ticket?" You can't say, "I'm getting one" because you're already on yeah. the platform. You're done. So there was times there where I got caught, but there were times when you would run, but then you'd get he'd get close, so he knew what you look like. And then the next time he'd see you, he's like, hey, I saw you. And I'm like, no, you didn't. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know you. And it would just be this bullshit lie thing where he totally knew. <laughs> yeah. But there were like a bunch of ones there where it was like them trying to, because they try to grab the skateboard and you'd be pulling on the skateboard. And then one of your buddies would push him over so that he'd let go of the skateboard. And then you all run giggling <laughs> until somebody gets caught and then you're all bummed out or whatever. What happens when you get caught? They give you a $100 fine. Oh. And I remember uh, it was right when I got a signature shoe on Duff's. And I kept it old school. I don't buy tickets. And I was just on the platform. He's like, you got a ticket? And I was like, nah. <laughs> and he's like, you get, he's like, well, where's your – I'm not getting one. And he's like, that's a $100 fine. And I was like, I got 200 bucks here. You want, do you want 200 for it? And he's like, that's not how it works. I'm like, I'm just saying, man, I got tons of money. Give me a ticket. Give me four. I don't give a fuck. And the, I was lying. <laughs> Like, I totally still didn't have that much money, <laughs> but I didn't want to give him the satisfaction. Did he give you a ticket? Hell yeah. <laughs> but I pretended, like a, I pretended like that hundred bucks didn't sting at all. So he, who's the winner, you know? <laughs> who's laughing now? <laughs> so lame. I had a friend who, when, you know, when snowboarding first started being let into the resorts, we were the dregs, right? Yeah. Just, we were already marked as troublemakers. and yeah, we were. And, you know, we were clipping tickets. You know about clipping tickets? Nah. When they used to do lift tickets, it was it was a, a sticky tape or a sticky ticket. Yeah, with like the diamond thing, the diamond-shaped metal thing? Yeah, diamond-shaped metal thing, but it was, it was uh, didn't connect here. 
Yeah. Right. So it went here and then, and you put the sticker over that and there was a way that you could, you could like, or, or sorry, the, it was connected. There was a way you could, you could clip the, the diamond shape and make a break in it yeah. and then pull one side out through the sticker. And then if, if someone's leaving, that was what you do. Oh, someone's leaving, then you're like, hey, can I clip your ticket? And then you, you, you'd clip it. it you had yeah. to be real subtle with it because it was easy to tell. Yeah. Like when you stretch out wrist, wristbands. Kind of, yeah. yeah. And then you put it back and you have to, you have to get the, the metal right back into where it was folded. Yeah. Um, but then the lift operators started getting savvy to that and they would yank on it real hard. To make sure it wasn't clipped. Yeah, and then it would just come off. And so we did, we did that a few times. But um, then <laughs> my friend would, would pretend like he had a pass around his neck and just keep fumbling to try to get it out as he's getting on the lift. Every Maybe time. Pass. And then, yeah, and then after like two runs, the guy's like, no, dude. Yeah. You guys are out of here. Yeah, you can't fumble for your pass every <laughs> single time yeah. you get on the chair. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that was a good try. At least but you got a couple But then what you rides. do is, especially in some of the mountains, like we were, I think at the time we were in Breckenridge, Colorado, but if you go higher to higher lifts, they're less concerned about you having a lift ticket because they figure you already got on a lift with lift ticket. Okay, yeah. So if you're already above, like it was kind of like, if someone's got, you know, if someone's onto you, then you just keep going to higher lifts. Okay. There you go, there's our, there's the, the old school snowboard Does hack. that still happen or have they foolproof that? Oh, they got the door thing with the-, the Yeah, it's all electronic Yeah, now. yeah. Um, and with ours, like we have, uh, we go to Mammoth and we have the black pass there. And so it sh your photo shows up and there's someone watching an iPad, like as you come in. So they show it, look at your photo like this. And it was funny because like all of my kids, we have, we've, we've been going there for so long that all of their photos are of them when, when they're they like kids. 10. Right. And at some point, like even Riley, and then at some point Riley's there and he's like, hey, this isn't you. And he's like, yeah, that's me when I was 14. Yeah. He's 30, you yeah. know, whatever it is. And so like, no. And they made us update all the photos. Okay. But the was there a time where they were like, no, that's not you. And you got denied for your baby photo? Um... Like when you're saying Riley, Riley got, got he he was the one that like that was the catalyst when Riley because they were gonna they were gonna kick him out right for impersonating himself yeah sounds yeah. like my Tinder account yeah <laughs> I never got that back <laughs> whoever it is out there being me good luck someone hacked your Tinder account I got kicked off Tinder for impersonating me what, because you you uh, I wasn't doing me name? good enough I guess what somebody ratted me out for being fake me on there and then how. We see, I don't know. I don't think I cared that much I was to, like, say, yeah, I was... to try and get it back. I was like, oh, whatever. <laughs> Place sucks anyway. I just feel like you could do so much better, you know? If you're going to be a fake person. Like... Than being you? Yeah. Wow, you got, you have value? You got Isn't clout? There we go. Yeah. No, no. You got name recognition? Yeah, but to sleep with. Hmm. I don't know if it's the great. That's what everyone's looking Someone for. Someone did tell me not long ago. He's like, hey, man, I got to thank you. Like, I hooked up with a girl in the 80s because she thought uh, it was you. That's awesome. Is it? Yes. <laughs> Who is it awesome for? Him, mainly. <laughs> I think it's only awesome for him. Not for me. And certainly not for her. Why not? She felt like she slept with Tony Hawk. That's, <laughs> That's pretty, pretty cool. That's what I'm talking about. That could be cool. See, you're, you're, you're good too, dude. <laughs> you're, but, but was You're he? a catch. But is he? No. <laughs> Anybody who says there's somebody else is not a catch. They got real confidence issues. Well, there you go. You know? Well, I hope he was nice. Yeah, I've never pretended to be somebody else. <laughs> that is weird. And me. It's, you know what's weird? I've been, because now I'm divorced, 
and I gone on dates with like straight people and sober people. Yeah. And then I went on a date with one normal straight lady and then she was like, let's hang out later. And then I have to say that cause it's different now, but she was drunk and I was like, ah, oh, wow. I don't like drunk ladies. It turns out I didn't know because I was usually drunk. Yeah. Now that I'm single, and I'm like, oh wow, that's like that's like a, a a full no, like no, not at all. I cannot do it. Thought I'd be like, have a couple. Like, how's that going to bother me? What did me? she say? I don't want to. It just she was like not s s all there. No, but I'm saying like when you said no. Oh, uh, I I didn't say it. I just like the next day I was like, I got to uh, okay. go. Were, you were presenting that a much different way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I didn't be like, oh, what the hell? You got to go. I didn't do that. That's too mean. <laughs> I was just like, oh, man, this is really hard to deal with. But then I met somebody got it. for coffee, wasn't drunk. And then after I met her, I was like, oh, man, I got to tell her, you know what I mean, that I'm weird. Like, how's a normal straight lady mm. going to feel about being weird? Yeah. Okay, and she was okay with it. Yeah. I think things have changed. Yeah, but if she's agreeing to go to coffee with you, she definitely has looked you up. Yeah, but and she didn't know. Your, your weirdness is <laughs> very public. Not all of it. All right. But yeah. Public I, enough that she knew at least a little bit what she's getting into. Yep. Yeah, you're right. Right? Yeah, but not the... I added a bit in a text message after coffee where I... <laughs> Where, where I was like, this bit on the text message is for sure going to end it. This is this is the the deal breaker. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, I totally understand. And it was her response, trepid or was it like, cool? What's trepid mean? Like, mm, man, I don't know about that. Let's think about it. It's definitely a little bit of trepid. <laughs> okay. But she was like, I, can I come over and discuss it with you? And I was like, really? And then she did. And she was like, I'm not sure. I don't think about it. And then she asked to come over the next day and she was totally Try to, whatever, but yeah, they, I just don't think people twenty years ago were, or ten years ago would be like, yeah, that's cool. I think sky's the limit now. I could probably go out with anybody all the way to sky's the limit, but well, it's pretty high. True, it's a lot of sky, a lot more sky than I you, thought. You know what? You, I yeah, thought I'd be deep say, I, in I, the I mud. I, I don't live in that realm, so you're probably right. I'm kind of, kind of floating, baby. It's pretty <laughs> yeah. casual being me right now. It's pretty casual, casual. yeah. It's pretty cool. <laughs> All right, guys, let's take a minute to talk about something really, really important. Your summer style, True Classic has you covered. I'm talking premium quality fabric at an accessible price. And for a limited time, you'll get 25% off at trueclassic.com by using the code WOLF at checkout. True Classic are some of the best t-shirts I've found that are ultra soft and affordable and they fit great. And the shorts, True Classic's Chino, are as good as it gets. They come in two different links and lots of colors for any style or occasion. It's made with four-way stretch, so you can go from work to play. I could probably even hit the gym. Speaking of the gym, they have a line of quick-dry activity shorts that may just take the cake. Whether you're training, running, or just moving through your day, these shorts are all about performance and style. They're made with a stretchy, sweat-wicking blend that keeps you cool and comfortable. They also have a comfort liner that acts like a high-performance boxer brief. 
And when you need to cool off, you can even swim in them. Wherever summer takes you, True Classic has your back. They even have a 100% risk-free guarantee and easy returns. True Classic wants to hook our listeners up with an exclusive deal to help you look and feel good. For a limited time only, get 25% off with the code WOLF at trueclassic.com. Upgrade your wardrobe for summer with 25% off with the code WOLF at trueclassic.com today. I hope this keeps going, man, because it's pretty good right now. I know. We got some new sponsors. X Games, dude. We're doing X Games. You are not This is happening. This will happen after X Games. But Did you see the post where it's our three heads? Yeah. That is weird. That is the weird. Not so weird for you two, but for me, I'm like, that is my head with those two dickheads. Suck a butt, everybody. <laughs> it's so cool. That's pretty sick. Such a prestigious event. Yeah. And it's like, these three. I'm like, really? You guys put me on there. There's no way out now. I'm going to have to show up. You know that? Stoked. So awesome. My son texts me. He's all stoked. Like, I didn't think he cared, but he's yeah. like, he's like, are you actually hosting the X Games? I was like, yeah, I know. I'm thinking the same thing. But yeah, it I <laughs> Did think you so. you not tell him you got the job? No, nah, because I didn't believe it. Wait, what? I don't believe that. No way. They, but they put you on a schedule. You have signed a contract. Yeah. When I, do you believe it? When they post it on Instagram. Okay. That's how I do it. TV shows and stuff. I've been green lit like three times. I ain't on TV. Bullshit artists. Everyone's a bullshit artist. Yeah, the green lit, the false starts. Like, yeah, so it's like, wait, maybe we really want you on the X yeah. Games. I'm like, do you really? I remember a long time ago, my brother sat in on a meeting with me, and this guy was talking about crazy projections and success and numbers of this thing we're doing. And and my brother's just like, you're not even excited. I'm like, see, right? How many times I've heard, like, this is definitely happening. Yeah. And it definitely doesn't happen at yeah. all. Yeah. Like, I'm just jaded. I can't, yeah. I can't yeah. It's almost it. like if you start promising a bunch of stuff, I immediately go, oh, man, you think I'm yeah, a moron. Yeah, it's not going to happen. You yeah. think I'm stupid because you think I'm going to go for this the story? More, and the more certainty, the more, the less yeah. likely it's going to happen. Like, I've had a meeting with the guy. What's the entourage guy? The agent? Ari? Yeah. They uh, when the real Ari? Yeah, like when my <laughs> show blew up. Yeah. Hey, well, this guy wants to meet you. And everyone's telling me some super agent or whatever. Yeah. And I go in this big office and he's like, How much money are you getting now? And I told him, he's like, ridiculous. Get get so and so on the phone. And I was like, Whoa, he's gonna call my boss right now? And he's like, What kind of car are you driving? And I was like, I don't know. Like it's something and he's like, ridiculous. Get like like Mercedes Benz on the phone. And I was on like, phone. dude. And I'm like, get Wait. me Mercedes Benz on the I phone. He was like, I'm getting you a car of like a, a caliber. <laughs> and I'm like, no way. This guy makes things happen. I never saw him again. Ever. I never got anything. I never got uh, a raise or a car. Hear that, I wanted to hear that a Mercedes was delivered and then, and then you were handed a bill. Nothing. <laughs> I went home. No, but I'm saying. And my wife yelled at me. That's what happened. <laughs> I remember when I first got an agent um, at William Morris Agency, um, who is the one who set up my video game deal, so I am forever indebted to him. Right. But, um, I had just done this super crazy, strange promotion for Fruit Loops. Mm. Ooh. With Sickest deal ever. It was not sick. Oh. It was... Like it you was didn't just, get any Fruit Loops. What's that? Did you get free Fruit Loops? Uh, yeah. So that's sick. It's pretty cool. Yeah. 
Um, but it was, it was, it was like, the offer was really good. Yeah. It happened here. And remember Chelsea Pierce had the, the vert ramp? We did gigantic skate park tour there. Okay. So Chelsea Pierce used to have a, a sketchy, uh, like, modular skate park. Mm-hmm. You know, metal ramps. And then they had a vert ramp that was, like, it was okay. Yeah. Um, and it was uh, me, Johnny Mosley, and Dave Mira. Yeah. And because X Games was hot. So they're like, Fruit Loops is extreme. Yeah, of course. And Toucan Sam is an extreme athlete. Yeah, no, he totally is. And so we had to do media training. I never even, I had never done anything of this caliber. So we had to do media training to talk about how to answer questions from the press. About Fruit Loops. About Toucan Sam. You had to do research on the bird? No, because he's like extreme now. So we were supposed to be talking about him like he's this real entity. And because oh. extreme sports are cool and whatever. And so we were just, we, we didn't know anything, right? We just go along with it. And at some point, we're all wearing Fruit Loops shirts and we're skating the ramp and they have Johnny Mosley emceeing. He doesn't know skate tricks. So yeah. he, he starts naming all the tricks serial names and then competing serials. So then they have to like stop him because he doesn't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Because they're like, hey, you can't say that it's one. Like, we, oh, there's we don't a Count Chocula. And they're like, no, yeah, dude. No Count Chocula. Yeah, yeah. Whatever it was. Um, yeah. But anyway, the, I'm, I'm, and they bust in a bunch of kids from a school to watch us who had no interest in, in skating, like all these kids from New York. Yeah. So they were just kind of like, what? I don't, do I get a shirt? Okay, cool. And so they're all wearing the same shirts and we're doing this demo for kids that don't really care. Yeah. It was so strange. Anyway, that was like the first entry point for me to like, oh, this is, these are big endorsements. Yeah. And these are bigger companies with marketing and they don't know skateboarding. Yeah. And how do I fit in here? Yeah. And then right in that, almost the same week or so, I got an agent. And uh, he was like, oh, I heard you were just in New York. You know what was going on there? Oh, we were doing this thing for Fruit Loops. It was like, um, it was, you know, a a lot of embarrassment for for a good paycheck. Yeah. He's like, oh, well, those days are over. You know, for the, because he was right, but he yeah, was right. Like, I was a lot of embarrassment for a decent paycheck. And he's like, yeah. well, those days are over. And he was right. Because right. after that, everything that was that was put forth contractually, yeah. I had approval over. And I had to fight for it. Like in those early days, uh, it, that, you could not really do that. You didn't have the clout. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the one of the first deals that he cut was with Activision, where I had full approvals over everything. Yeah. And I'm, I mean... I worked really well with Neversoft, so there's no question that that was going to happen anyway. But to have it in writing meant that no matter what it was, it had to go through me first. Yeah. And I could tweak it and whatever. Yeah. But that changed everything. From Fruit Loops to the game. I mean, there was there were other things that happened in between, but I but they all were of integrity and quality because he wrote that in. Like you're because he knew how how kind of crushed I was right. with that one experience. Right. And I don't blame them. Like I don't blame. Fruit Loops or Kellogg's, you know yeah. what I mean? Like I still, I still eat Kellogg's. Like yeah. it's just more that it was the marketing team that has no idea of what we do or the authenticity of it or the importance of authenticity. Yeah, and they were just like, "All right, they're extreme." Isn't it weird for somebody to have so much money for a budget and not one person knows who they're talking to for the commercial? But they, they, I think it was more that they thought we were so desperate for coverage. And endorsements, which, I mean, in a sense, we were. I know. You, you know, yeah. we were all, like, struggling yep. and killing ourselves <laughs> at X Games. Yep. And so we were like, sick, we're going to New York. Like, yeah. Kellogg's. It's it huge. does sound pretty glamorous. Right, yeah. 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 
then we got there, we're like, wait, what? <laughs> I got a TV commercial for Toyota and they wanted to fly me to Japan to do the commercial. And then when I got to the airport to get on the plane, they were like, oh, you're Australian? You need a visa to go to Japan. Denied. And I oh. lost the commercial. Oh. And that was when I was making zero. And it was oh. going to be like a TV commercial where I was going to make like, you know, money I'd never seen. But it turned around, you know. <laughs> I did a Coke commercial for Ooh. Japan with Omar and Christian. Yeah. And we were not, we were picked as stunt doubles. We were not picked for, for our persona okay. yeah, yeah. Or, or for our success. Yeah. And um, we all did it for just whatever was scale. You know what I mean? Yeah. As stunt people. But it was pretty sick. They made a half pipe in the exact shape of a Coke bottle cut in half. Sick. So it went like this and then into the shallow end where the where the top was. It was super tight though. Like it was maybe six foot transition. Yeah. And the idea is that that they're going to CG us skating in a Coke bottle. Right? But it's funny because we're and, and we're we're doubling for all these Japanese actors. Okay. Right, so we had to be very cognizant of like you know hiding our face and yeah. whatever and, and wearing their their. But it was funny because <laughs> I, I will never forget Christian and Omar weren't really considering that that it was supposed to be we're skating in a bottle, so they kept doing all these lip tricks. Right, right, and I was yeah. like, yes, yeah, that's not that's not going to work. You said that. Yeah, I was like, we're skating. We're supposed to be skating in a bottle. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But if you're doing a disaster, your your board's going outside the bottle. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, but like, oh. nobody else brought it up. What's that? None of the filmers brought it up. No. So then, so then I was like the, the stunt coordinator. Right. Not that I was getting paid anything better, but they, they were like, all right, you're in charge of like the action. Yeah. Okay. And then at some point they go, they go, okay, we're going to film uh, the commercial with you guys because we think this is such a good idea. They'll want it for us. So you guys will be the principals. And if you are the principals, you guys will get royalties, residuals. Yeah. And we're like, hell, we're all just like, yes. Because yeah. all of us were, I mean, this is like, I remember Riley was just born. It's probably 93, mm. 94. Like I was not Dark getting times, yes. steady paycheck at all. Yep. And I absolutely needed that kind of money. And yeah. then it never happened. Oh. But I did see the commercial. It's, it's out there. The, was, it's pretty sick. Did they use any of the lip tricks? No. You were right. Yes. Nice. But we did have to go. So the, the commercial is that these guys are skating this thing. They don't know what it is. I don't know. They wake up in a bottle. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. They don't know what it is. And they're skating. And then all of a sudden, they're, they take a break. And they, they all have Cokes. They take a break. And then they hear this noise. And then all of a sudden, there's, there's Coke coming in from the bottom yeah. of, the, of the bottle. Yeah. And it's starting to fill up. So we all scrambled to skate our way out. Yeah. And then they had on the soundstage, they had the half pipe, the bottle, whatever. And then they, they had like a, like a 10 foot drop into a stunt pad. Yeah. So we had to go off the end into the stunt pad as yeah. if we're shooting out, shooting of, the out of the bottle. Yeah. And it looked pretty sick. That's I mean, this is cool. early nineties. Yeah. So the effects weren't perfect. Yeah. But the commercial is pretty sick. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. Can we get that or not? Yeah. Look up. Uh, I guess my name with Coca-Cola Japan. I got a Frosted Flake commercial too at Christian's Ramp. I got the deal. And once again, they were like, oh, wait, you don't have a green card? No. <laughs> so those are like the day of. 
that you're finding these out. Yeah. Because you're on your way to Japan to find out. Yeah, I was at the airport. Bonus brigade. And then you deal. showed up at the set. You showed up at the set to find no, out we, the Frosted we, Flakes? No, we, we were all trying out for oh, okay. it. And I got the job. And then I got the call after I got the job yeah. that you don't got the job anymore. Harsh. Yeah. I was a Skittle in a Skittles commercial in Australia. Yes, totally and because that. I was Australian, I got the job. Yeah. Yeah. That's sick. It was a good – every now and then somebody sends it to me and I just laugh because it's like at, at that point in my mind, I was a professional skateboarder. Yeah. And then when I watch the video of me skating, I'm like, dude, you were not. You know what I mean? Like, you were good for an Australian, but you were not ready, you know? Like, I could just see you're just a little rat. Like, you're not – you don't have any big tricks. You're just good because everybody in Australia sucked. Yeah, well. Yeah, no, I took it. Yeah, yeah hell fun. yeah. It was awesome. I do remember during that Coke commercial, one of the women, when, when it went to change that we were going to be actually the principal actors, mm -hmm. they didn't really have to change our um, pay scale or a paid structure or whatever until – that commercial aired and she joked to us thinking it was funny. Like I can't, got you guys so cheap. She said that. Yeah. And we're like, cool. Yeah. yeah I need to hear that. I That's like, I flattering. Really need this money. Yeah. I need more. Yeah. <laughs> and you're saying I could have got more. Yeah. Cool. You know what I did the other day? I just realized I shot a photo shoot for ink magazine and I like, shot a flamethrower at a truck doing a burnout to make the burnout make the fire go around the tire and shoot up in the air over and over again and cars do burnouts around me while i shoot a flamethrower yeah and i got to do burnouts in a car while the photographer took photos of me while i was doing burnouts and i got punched in the face i'm getting sick of that um, man let me tell you don't cars have uh, gas tanks yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, and you're but you got flames at it. Well, I'm a professional. I know where to shoot the flamethrower. I don't shoot. I didn't shoot it at the gas tank. I shot it at the wheel. But I had to get punched in the face. You know how I've been punched in the face a bunch for photos. Yes. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just punch me in the face for photos. And then as soon as it starts, I think I'm getting old, man. It just hurt more. Like it was. I mean, I got to say, I made my face go relaxed, so you don't have to hit me that hard. That was to make for the Ink magazine too. Yeah. But, but he started, he was like, to get the timing oh, there right. It is. Oh, yeah. See if you can catch my varial on this. Okay, this is the co-commercial. Like, they can't figure out how to skate it. And then, get the coke. And they're like, oh, what? Oh, uh, no. Watch my varial, check this out. Oh, see that? Uh, that was pretty sweet. <laughs> Fake lube. Well, who was that? I don't know. Dang. Pretty sick, right? Yeah. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah, but when I was getting punched in the face, it hurt different. And I started worrying about concussions. And I was like, I don't think it's a good idea for me to get hit in the head anymore. <laughs> I think for the first time I ever. I you decided that months ago. Retired from fighting. I did. But this is for, I was like, don't hit me hard. But even just that. Like, but they need, they need some distortion on your yeah. face, right? And yeah. it was just like after, you know, it was like after maybe 30 you punches. you know this technique where you just shake real hard? That's what they, I won't do that. That's, that's <laughs> cheating. God, that looks yeah, sick. That's cheating. But I think it was like <laughs> when it got to like 30, 35, I was like, okay, it's bumming me out. And then the guy goes, oh. Wait, 35 punches? Yeah. And then the guy goes, oh, I want to get a slow-mo of it. Can you do it again? And I'm like. Yeah, but I was like, I don't like that guy anymore. 
and then I got a punch in the head like 10 more times. I was like, okay, can we stop? And then when I went over to get changed, I remember sitting there taking my T-shirt, putting my T-shirt back on, and I was like, yeah, that is is giving me a bad feeling, and I don't think I should do that anymore. Like I was like, it's, if I think I got punched like 35 more times, I would have started crying. Do you feel, did you feel concussed? N no, you know, a bit, bit neck sore, bit, just, just, just like, yeah, there were my brain was like, dude, don't do that anymore. Yeah. Like, I don't like it. And it used to like it. Right. It's like a total different feeling. Like yeah. I used to get socked and I'd be like, <laughs> and, and this time I was like, oh, ow, like a normal person. Yes. I wonder what I think that that's is. How I feel. It might be because I'm healthier. Hmm. Like I'm like, hey, I feel like you're hurting my oh, mind. Oh, you don't you don't have some like chemical induced tolerance to pain right now? No, I think that pain used to be I was in so much of my own emotional pain that when you punched Ooh, me like in the Dr. head, it freed me from that. Got but it. now I am no longer in emotional pain and now I'm just like, ow, you hit me in the brain. As opposed to, hell yeah, I'm out of myself. Because <laughs> I kind of like being mean now, and you kind of punching me out of it. That's <laughs> you're my theory. You're yeah, punching me out of it. You're punching me out of me brain. Right. And me doesn't like that. Okay. Got it. Mm. Ah, coffee. I drink a lot of coffee in New York. It's everywhere. Yeah. Not that good sometimes. A lot of good coffee, though. Yeah. How do you gauge a plate? Do you just go walk by, oh, I'm gonna get coffee here? Yeah, because I, I like like colorful things. So usually I make a mistake and what, go, so ooh, go that place is you go bright. To boba places? Yeah. I'm definitely Oh yeah, and you're worried about hippies to those are the hippie spots. Yeah, that's yeah. why I get bad coffee, I think. Got it, yeah. I don't like go to like old dinery looking places where I think you're probably gonna get a better coffee. <laughs> so it's either bright or diner. Yeah. I mean, old school diners are just going to have brewed coffee. I don't like is, that either. They're not taking great pride in. Yeah. But I don't, I mean, I think the best coffee probably comes from those guys that have beards and tight pants. Oh, look, my pants are a little looser down the bottom. Accidentally, <laughs> though, Tony, huh. I don't know what happened. That's I just looked weird. down. I was like, oh, well, look, they're a little mm. looser. I guess I'm fashionable. Whoops. I guess. Uh, just saying it happens. <laughs> I feel um, way better. Well, you can always get. You always count on blue bottle coffee. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I'm aware of them. Yeah. If I walked by there, I would go in there for sure. Okay. But I didn't see that yet. I just saw a bag of coffee. You had Jot, Jot coffee. Nah. It's it's condensed liquid coffee, and then you you uh, dilute it with water. What? It's good. Is that real strong? Yeah. I like Turkish coffee. You ever have that? Yeah. Real strong, right? Yeah, real strong. Yeah, I like that. Except I think that one is like, ooh, I really like it. And then I have like five. And then I go, oh, man, I probably shouldn't have had that much caffeine. Yeah, those seem like it's more like a treat. One, oh, let's get that every once in a while. Yeah. But I'll put sugar in it. So then I got to have more. Oh, no. Not anymore. Just used to. In Australia, coffee was pretty good. Oh, Australians are there. Have you noticed how many, how many Australian breakfast places are in New York City? No. Really? Yeah. How do you miss that? I don't know, but I would have gone. That's a real thing. Aussie Brecky. I would totally go to it. There's plenty. There's I miss Aussie Brecky. There's one place called Two Hands. Yeah? Yeah. How come you know so much about food? Do you know what Two Hands is? You know the reference? Nah. It's better than one. <laughs> no, it's a Mel Gibson reference. Two Hands? I think so. Yeah. Mel Gibson? 
Yeah, isn't that right? When did he say two hands? Look that up. Maybe I got that wrong. I'm pretty what sure. What does two hands, hands mean? I, it was a movie or something. I don't know. He I did a movie that, called Two Hands? I don't know. I'm going to get this wrong. I don't know. Yeah, you no, got no, it. Yeah, Mel Gibson, right? Or, he didn't do a man. Or no, maybe it was, uh, who's the other Australian big breakout star? Heath Ledger. Yeah, others. Older, Thor. Older. Older than yeah. that, Paul Hogan. No, I mean, oh, never mind. I'm so out of it. Remember when Mel Gibson did that movie where half his face was melted? Yes. That shit was so stupid. Uh, but I no, liked who's it. Who's the megastar? Oh. Ozzy. Uh, huge Jackman. It's not nope. Hugh Jackman either. Another Australian. Really? Faint. Were you really you? <laughs> Two hands McGillicuddy. Who? Who's the dude from Marubra? Who did Bra Boys? He narrated it. Come on, dude. What? Oh my God. I am Bra living Boys? in a parallel universe. That's not an actor. Bra Boys. That was a real guy. Is Heath Ledger two hands? All right, was Heath Ledger then? I said Heath Ledger. You did say that, but I'm now I'm on to this other dude. He's he has no idea. He's just like old Australian legend before Mel Gibson. Oh, Russell Crowe was Thank after you, Mel Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe was after Mel Gibson. I said old. Like, oh, never mind. He's not older. He's younger. Mel Gibson is is older than than. No, I said older than Heath Ledger. Oh well, God, make Dude. up your mind, man. Yeah, okay, Russell Crowe. Now Crow. I got all the Australian. Sorry. Do you see Russell Crowe in the new, he's okay. a. Can we move on now? Yeah, yeah, I tried to move on the whole time. <laughs> two hands. Just get me some eggs. I was going to say, if it, I felt, I was, I was going crazy. I was like, there's no way you don't know a Mel Gibson or a Russell Crowe reference. Yeah, of course. So if it's two hands, it had to be something younger. You're right, Heath Ledger. My apologies. But that is a, uh, that's an Aussie breakfast place in New York City. You're welcome. You're hard to work with sometimes. You know that? Dude. And you need more national pride. What? <laughs> to name all your actors. I got it right the first <laughs> time and you said no. I said Heath Ledger. I know Russell Crowe. Come on. I met Russell Crowe. Oh, yeah. You told me that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I saw him in a movie recently in the plane where he's a priest and he's so jolly. Oh, I've seen that. Where he's the exorcist guy? Yeah. Dude, he's on a he's on a uh what's a little little motorcycle that's like a what's a Vespa? It's a Ferrari one, so that's pretty cool. But it's still a Vespa, and he is a big boy, and they you know, and he's riding this Vespa all the way up to the mountaintop, and I'm like, no, he didn't. He did not make that to the top. No way that thing made it up that hill with his ass on there. <laughs> I like how that that's your gauge on the movie. Look, they're breaking from reality. He couldn't have rode a Vespa up the hill. Yeah, because definitely he could be possessed and all that other stuff. Right, oh, that's but all possible. There's no way Russell Crowe, yeah. that fat, made it up that hill on that Vespa. I almost believed in the whole movie. Granted, it's a Ferrari Vespa, but I don't think it had the horses to get him up there. Why does a priest have a Ferrari Vespa? Uh, because he's in Italy. Okay. And that's the only machines they sell in Italy is Ferrari. If you get a chainsaw, it's a Ferrari chainsaw. If you get like, <laughs> if you sh you have electric shaver, it's a Ferrari electric it's shaver. It's like everything's Yamaha yeah, in Japan. Yes, they don't let you use other stuff. Yamaha keyboard, Yamaha motorcycle, yeah. Yamaha. As we're in Freedomville shaver. over here, yeah. where we have, we could use all of the Ferrari, all of those, but not it's where It's like they the are. Kirkland, yeah, of of Italy. Yeah, dude, did you know they made scooters? Because that seemed pretty crazy to me, but they did. I did not. I thought it was badass. I'm like, whoa, you can get a Ferrari Vespa. <laughs> 
I don't really want a Vespa, but if, if it's a Ferrari one, I kind of do. That's pretty sick. Yeah, but he's real big in that. And he wears like a big black robe and stuff. But he has like an accent where I'm not sure he's like Spanish, but at one point I think he might be German. So he's like, he's an Australian guy that's doing all these different accents and he speaks Spanish and stuff. And it's like, I don't know because I don't speak Spanish and I'm not German. You and know it, what's impressive lately in, in movies and film too? Yeah, what? Is many foreign actors coming over and doing perfect American accents. Yeah. Because you used to, and I don't mean that somehow we're the, we're the central whatever to all film, but but people are coming from, like, like um, Succession. You, see, you heard Succession, HBO? Anyway, uh, it was a huge show. Yeah. It, it's over. But two of the main actors, one was British, one was Australian, you never, ever know. Right. Um, but in the past... It's like it's like when what's her name was Meryl Streep like a dingo ate my baby. Yeah, like, wow. She sounded American, right? Yeah. And when a, when they do other accents, it's like never really. It just in the past, it never worked. It's funny to you hear, hear them try to even even Mel Gibson like in um, Lethal Weapon. Lethal Weapon. He yeah. slips totally. Yeah. Russell Crowe slips in the Gladiator for the biggest. When he's in the after he kills the guys yeah. and he goes, "Are you not entertained? Yeah. Entertained? <laughs> You're entertained." You know what I mean? But Did he's you, like, "Are you not entertained?" But, for, like, but from your perspective, do you hear it because it's like, "Oh, that's home." Yeah, right. Yeah. That's so that's sick. why I was. In, it's interesting to hear you say that these foreigners are doing an American accent where you don't catch it. You don't catch it. I mean, it barely. Like at one point, I was like, "Wait a second, is she?" From somewhere else? Right. Because there's a little word every now and then. Every I catch now, but barely. Thor does it. Yeah. Every now or, and then. Or, it, or, you know, Canadians would be like, about, and then yeah, you, yeah, you yeah, just yeah, hear yeah, it yeah, just for yeah. a second. You're like. I think it's he's in that new movie where he's the, what is he's trying to get people out again, but he's fully, he is Australian in it. And when he talks, I'm so used to him being American yeah, in right, movies right. where he's like, look out, mate, I got you. And I'm like, whoa, are you? Oh, yeah, you are. You have been the whole <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah. Like, he's, it sounds surprising. Maybe some days you just got to lean into it. What do you mean? Just go, like, go full Aussie. Yeah, I, I mean, I do when there's Australians around. You do? Yeah, or it depends on, I don't, sometimes it's easier to talk like that to get certain things out. I'm going to look up Australian breakfast for you. Yeah, because <laughs> I want you to go. Yeah, home. I would like to to experience that, <laughs> but not go home for it. Just experience breakfast and then go back to America. I love how there's more than one. Oh yeah, Australians like New York. Look at. I look up Australian breakfast. What the hell? Yeah. Lots. Brecky. I don't even think. All they you do. need to know. It's I don't Brecky. Think, I don't think they do. Any eggs. I don't think they do what oh, we right do. Oh, right there. First one, two hands. All right. <laughs> Man, you know so much. Dude, I'm like doing the promo for them. I got to check it out. Yeah, I don't really know what we do. That Because I guess when I when I lived there, it was more Bogan. So Brecky was like, I guess the difference would be maybe you'd had beans. You could have baked beans. and That's British. Yeah, because that's where we came from. Right. So but I just, feel like there's definitely something new that is is – innately Australian that people reference to, this is Aussie breakfast. Well, bacon. The bacon's not the same as the bacon here. So do you think when you get bacon at two hands? I think hands, it's more of, I, I want to say it's more fresh too. It's more like avocado and 
Right. See, that's what, I'm, that's what I was about to say. It's more California vibes. That's a new edge yeah. Australian. Yeah, well, like when I grew up, it was just like yeah. you had trash for breakfast. But now, also Aussies have the, the, all the coffee language too. Like, yeah. Short whites and yeah, stuff. Flat white, long black. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've been here my whole life. When okay. I go back, I don't know how to get a coffee. All right. Well, we're happy to have you. Great. I think we're done. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. It's been great. It's been, I do appreciate <laughs> I like it better here. Don't tell them, but I do. No offense. Oh, you just told him. Right. I mean, Better I did. end it here. It's only because Before I'm. you say anything else, you regret. I like Australia, but I, I skate. You know? And then I did stand up. It's like, do you guys have the comedy store? You don't have the comedy store. I got the comedy store. Like, I'm not, I ain't going to Jim's Comedy Shack. Like, I'm going to the comedy Sydney store. the Opera House. Mark Marin's there all the time. Is Mark Marin at your one in Melbourne? No. That's all. All right. Okay. When I go back to burnouts, I'm going home. We'll see you there. Bye. Give an Australian goodbye. Oh, get out. Fuck off. Wow. That's how you do it. Okay. Could have been worse. Yeah, I would have put a C1 on the end of it. I know. I was, that's what I was going to yeah. say. Okay. Bye. Sick. <laughs>